Hi love and welcome to Lovely with Lana. I'm Lana, your podcast host, here to talk about all things Pilates, wellness, fashion, lifestyle, and of course, it has to be pink. Well, not all the time, but most of the time at least. I hope that you absolutely love this episode and let's get right into it. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy that you decided to click on and listen in. If you are new, an extra special welcome to you. Whether you found me through social media, scrolling through Spotify or Apple, or just randomly somehow found me, I am glad that you're here. You are in the right place at the right time. If you're returning, as always, hugs and kisses. I'm so proud of this little wellness princess community growing and becoming the best versions of ourselves. Be sure to follow this podcast and all of my socials. You can click the link tree down in the show description and that will bring you to like every single one of my socials, including my brand new YouTube channel where I'm posting vlogs. Also, um, take just one second out of your day if you can to give this show a rating, a review. I know on Apple you can write a review, um, but on Spotify you can only just tap five stars. I swear it only takes like five seconds and it helps me so much. All right, so let's finish our two little introduction segments before getting into the episode. I also noticed that you girls said that you preferred a shorter introduction, so that's why I'm trying to kind of speed through to get right into why you clicked on this episode. So first, setting the mood, it is currently 6 p.m. on a Saturday evening, and I woke up, did Pilates, went on a hot girl walk, and I was at work all day. And then I came home and I was quite hungry when I came home, so I had dinner. And then right now I'm recording and after this, I'm probably going to do a little bit of work and then go on a run. Um, I know it's a little weird that you run after dinner. I'm not really used to it, but with my new internship starting in two days, I will have to end up running in the evening rather than the morning because I'm sorry, I don't like to have like sweaty hair all day. It just, it's not a look for me. Anyway, I have my laptop open. I'm actually sitting on the floor right next to my bed and I'm staring at my beautiful Love Shack fancy dress that I just had ironed. It's gorgeous and I love it. Anyway, quite a vibe. A high and a low. So my high is... I'm starting a little reset challenge for myself. I'm like already not perfect. I'm already messing up a little bit. Um, things like not doing my nervous habits. I'm like picking out my nails as a nervous habit that I've like gotten back into and just not doing other bad habits like snoozing the alarm, for example, which I did. But, you know, it's very slow progress. I just feel like I'm really at a plateau in my self-growth and my self-improvement and I want to become the best version of myself and I feel so just unmotivated. So this little reset challenge I'm doing for myself, um, it's very simple, but I'll be trying to commit to it. And yeah, I mean... I'll get into this later, but I feel like we should definitely create like a community of girls who want to do a little reset challenge and become like the best pink Pilates princesses, the best girl bosses, the best whoever you want to be. All right. And then a low is I'm feeling really stressed. I um, struggled with a lot of anxiety yesterday and the day before. I think I deal with a lot of imposter syndrome and I deal with a lot of like just self-doubt because, for example, creating my YouTube channel, doing all the content that I do on the podcast, on YouTube on Instagram, on everything. It feels like the time and the effort and the energy I put in, like it's not growing as fast as I would have expected because I've already had this podcast for over a year and it hasn't really grown very much. And I'm not saying this to like feel bad for me, but like that's the reality. I'm very honest on this podcast. It really hasn't grown. 
and I've been working on it for over a year. Every single week I've been uploading things and it's a little frustrating. It's a little disheartening because you're like, what am I doing wrong? However, I'm just going to keep going at it. And hopefully if you're listening to this and it grew, I'm so happy that you're here and listening. But yeah, I mean, I'm dealing with this little plateau where I feel like no matter how much energy and effort and work I put into my social media endeavors, creating this community of like-minded princesses, I just feel like it's not growing. So that's pretty tough. Anyway, friendship. So this is something I'm very honest about. This is something I like to talk about a lot because quite honestly, I have like very few friends, maybe like one or two outside of family, but I'm very open about the fact that right now at this season of my life, I really don't have any friends. And there's a lot of reasons for this. If you've listened to the podcast, if you watched my YouTube videos, you would know like I transferred um, from my high school to college. Within colleges, I transferred way too much. Um, COVID was kind of a wrench in this whole thing, but it's very difficult when you're transferring colleges and you're transferring majors and classes all the time. And I really found it hard to find friends. And even worse, I'm very young um, for being in my level of college classes. Like this isn't a me, me, me. This is just logical. I'm very young. So like some people literally my in my classes are like married. Some people in my class, obviously everyone in my class can already drink and stuff. I can't do that and I don't really want to do that. And so it's hard to find like-minded girls in particular because I want to have girlfriends to go to brunch with and to do Pilates with, but I literally just can't find them. And you're probably listening to this and maybe you're having the same experience and you're normal. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. You just haven't met your person or your people yet. So going through life though, even if like right now you're kind of lonely, it's not very fun. And I also want to make friends that have the same goals and dreams and lifestyle as me. It's okay if some people are different. Of course, they don't have to be identical, but it would be nice to like go to have a coffee with someone and go on a walk. Like that is something I really enjoy. And when I have a friend or someone that really enjoys that as well, it's like a mutual beneficial relationship and everyone's having a good time, you know? And I just struggle, especially at my age. I'm like, I'm young, right? I'm 18. If you didn't know this, yes, I'm 18, right? So like, there's not many people my age who like are invested in creating like a business and and doing this and doing that and becoming, you know, smart and working out and waking up early. Not a lot of people are like that. And if you're listening to me and you're like between the age of like 18 and 30 and you want that for your life or maybe you're younger, you're like way ahead of the game. And that's why you feel like you don't fit in because, well, you're way ahead of the game, princess. I'm still going to attempt to find like-minded princesses to find people that I can really connect with and really create a beneficial relationship with. So I have some tips that I'm also going to be following this last, you know, half of the year. Wow, we're already halfway through the year. But this last half of the year to make more quality, similar lifestyle girlfriends or guy friends and maintain that friendship for the long term. Let's get into the episode. Okay, so first things first, I'm going to give some tips for making friends if you're kind of starting at ground zero. And then near the end of the episode, I will give you tips on maintaining a really strong friendship. Okay, so first things first, never, ever, ever pressure yourself to make friends. I noticed that the best friendships really do come naturally. I feel like I've been in a situation where 
especially when I transferred colleges, I was so desperate to make friends that I was having coffee with like people that I really didn't vibe with. And I knew that I knew deep down intuitively, this relationship, this like friendship just did not feel good. And I don't want to be around someone like that. But I would push myself to go hang out with them, right? Like, that's not a place where you want to be. Never be desperate. Don't chase people you attract. And eventually, you know, you will attract the right people, but chasing them down isn't going to help. Being desperate is often going to lead you to bad relationships in the end, whether that is a boyfriend or just a best friend. So really bumping into someone at your favorite coffee shop, sitting next to them in class, working with them, bumping into them naturally, having a very intuitive, fluid relationship that just happens, that's often where your best friendships are. So Thanks to tip number one, so don't force yourself to have friends. Tip number two is get out there to meet these people, to meet people naturally and not like constantly mastermind behind every single person that you talk to. Go to things. You can't just like sit and scroll on your phone and then whine about not having friends if you're not taking the initiative to go out and do things that you're passionate about and meet people that are also passionate about that very thing. So for example, if there's like a running club, join the running club if you really like to run. If there is a Pilates studio near you and you can afford a Pilates class like once or twice a week, go to Pilates class, go to yoga class, go to cycling. Those are all like very active. Go to like a book club. There are so many different areas where you can meet other like-minded individuals and sometimes even coffee shops. Like go out to a coffee shop and if you see a girl that like maybe you love her dress or how like, I don't know, maybe you like how her drink. Maybe she ordered the same drink as you at the coffee shop. Talk to her. Start a conversation. And if you're socially anxious, kind of like me, you're like, okay, I'll get myself to the event or like the workout class, but how am I supposed to like start a conversation? Just start it. It doesn't have to be like an in-depth, like where do you see yourself in 10 years? Even though that's often like literally one of the first things out of my mouth, which is probably why I don't have that many friends because I scare people. But you know, we're going to learn from my mistakes and we're not going to do that. Just do something simple like, oh, like if you're at a workout class, how many times a week do you spin? Or how many times a week do you come here? Or like, what do you do for work? Something simple like that, because it doesn't need to be like a groundbreaking philosophical question. Just start with something simple and it can go from there. Number three, when you meet someone, please remember their name. Okay, so I think when we meet someone new, and let's pretend that like maybe they're you really vibe with a certain girl at a workout class, right? We get so excited. And sometimes we get so excited that we literally forget their name or like anything about them. It's like all kind of like a black phase. And like you can't remember, was it like Shauna or Shannon or Sharon? Like you don't remember exactly. Yeah. We need to fix that. So I think when someone remembers your name and they use it in a conversation or the next time they see you at like the coffee shop, they'll say like, hey, Lana, when they remember that, it it feels good. It feels like you matter. It feels like someone really was paying attention to you. And so do the same thing for other people, right? So you need to try to remember their name. And what I like to do is if, for example, the name is Lily, right? I try to find like an alliteration or something about them that will kind of remind me of them. So like, for example, if this makeup Lily was wearing a pink dress and she is a, I don't know, she's a medical student, right? Like I'm totally making this up, but 
then I'll like put the three things together so I remember her. So Lily wears pink and is a medical student. And I repeat that to myself over and over again so then I can remember who she is next time I meet her. And when you remember things like that, especially their name is like number one, that will just help you and it will make people trust you faster and reach out to you faster because they feel heard, they feel seen, and that's really what can make a really good friendship. Number four for like making new friends is actually reconnecting with your old ones. So I think sometimes we drift with friends, we don't really contact them, we don't really message them, maybe we now end up at different colleges or they switched majors or they went they started going to a different gym that's totally okay as long as it's like like, not like going back to a toxic friend if it was like a very mutual distance of a friend like something just happened you kind of burst out and you didn't don't really see each other very much then I feel like it's totally okay to just say hey I've been thinking about you want to grab a coffee like if you reach out to a person and in a very nice casual way say like do you want to catch up again I haven't seen you in a while more often than not, they're going to agree because, you know, who they also want to reconnect and see what you're up to. If they say no, remember, you lost nothing, okay? You still have plenty of other friends to meet, plenty, plenty of other princesses to stumble across. But seriously, reconnect with those friends that they're older friends and they just like, you have good memories with them because oftentimes the memories will always bring you back to certain people, especially if they're good memories. Now, again, if they were a toxic friend, if there was like a serious drama, if you never felt good around the person, don't reach out to them. But if they were a pretty good friend, um, it's totally okay to grab like a coffee or go to a workout class or something like that. And sometimes you will rekindle that friendship and other times you won't. But the matter of the fact is you tried. Wow, I feel like I'm like going quick through this. I'm ranting through this, but I'm very passionate about friendships because I personally believe that there's always friendships available for you if you want to go and find them. Number five is use social media. So honestly, social media is quite a hit or miss. Sometimes you meet a girl that is just your perfect BFF and you become internet besties, but then more often than not, like nothing happens. Like they never answer the DM. They never accept your friend request and that's okay. Social media is a big like, 50-50, you don't really know what's going to happen phase, but you get the gist, especially if you find um, a group of like-minded girls that are just like so passionate about becoming the best versions of themselves. Like, yes, that is what we need. Now, speaking of social media, I'm seriously considering on creating like an Instagram group chat or like a Discord or some kind of group chat for all of us girlies and this like wellness, self-improvement, pink you know, this fate, this like thing that I'm in, you get what I'm talking about. So if you are interested, definitely DM me or there is a Spotify poll. If you're on Spotify for an Apple, you're going to have to DM me anyway, but there is a Spotify poll that's asking if you want me to create a group chat for all the girls so we can uplift each other, do challenges together and feel a little less alone. Um, because that is one of the reasons why I like to do this podcast is because I honestly feel very lonely sometimes. It's very isolating in um, the major that I'm in. I'm in computer science and I'm really, really one of the only girls. So it's kind of isolating in that sense. It's isolating because I create a lot of content and I dress in a way that's not as trendy because I wear a lot of pink and a lot of girly things. And I like to wake up early and I never like to stay up late. And, you know, I don't fit the norm. 
and that's because that's why I feel lonely. And if you're kind of like that, then I feel like this group chat would be perfect for us to just connect and create a community of like-minded girls because honestly, a community of like-minded girls can really rule the world. Alrighty, so I went through the quick tips of creating new friends. So obviously, don't pressure yourself. Allow it to come naturally. Um, go to different events. Go to the gym. Go to you know coffee shops. Do things that you like. Go to a club. And more often than not, you'll meet someone there. And then number three is remember their name when you meet them. Remember little facts like, I don't know, what they're studying in school or what their job is. Um, reconnect with old friends. And five is use social media. Once you create the friend, how do you maintain a friendship? How do you keep that friendship kindling and going and flourishing? So I like to view friendship in a couple of different avenues. So you have different friends for different things, right? Remember, you have like the friend that you can like kind of treat as like a succulent where like you can leave them alone for like a couple of months, but you can come back and grab coffee and it feels like you never even left, right? Or you have a friend that is a little more high maintenance. It's like a flower and it needs to be watered and weeded more constantly because they're a friend that you see every day. For example, a coworker friend. There are different friends in your life. So obviously, if, once you get the vibe of, you know, how often do they want to see me? Are they really busy? Do we like like to catch up once every couple of months or like once every two years or once every week or once every day? It really depends when you get a vibe of the friendship and the friendship starts to grow, you'll kind of see how often does this person and I really meet, really connect, and so on. So again, friendships are different plants I like to view. I have some succulent friends. I have some flower friends. It depends on their maintenance, really depending on the person and the relationship. But whatever kind of plant this friend is, make sure to schedule in time with your friends, even if you're super busy. So some of those friends, I swear, this is like me. People are like, hey, do you want to hang out? And I'm like, yes, I'm free in the next six months. Like, that's me. I'm super busy. But sometimes that's what's necessary to get together with a friend. Other friends, I'm more casual and laid back. But make sure at least once a month you have a day or a time for you and your friend to meet. Or once a year. or at, Just have a little bit of time to meet with like at least one friend. Otherwise, you're going to be socially isolating yourself. And we do not want to be in that little ballpark again. And then remember that when you meet up with them, do something fun. Do something both of you enjoy. It could be, why do I keep going back to workout classes? I swear, a Pilates class. It could be going for a walk and grabbing ice cream. It could be going for lunch. It could be going to coffee or working together at a coffee shop. Like the opportunities are endless, especially now in the summer. People generally have more time and they want to socialize. So definitely be sure to hang out with them and spend time with them. All right. Number two is make the initiative to text your friends if they're on your mind. Literally, I feel like one of the best texts to receive is you've been on my mind or I've been thinking of you and it makes you feel so good and again, seen, heard, and loved. So sometimes I get a little salty because I feel like in a lot of relationships, I'm the one who's taking the initiative, but you know, that's the kind of person I am. And I feel like it's so important to sometimes just text someone and say, hey, how are you doing? I've been thinking about you. And oftentimes that will open up 
um, to them texting and saying, hey, do you want to grab coffee? And that's how like friendships really go. It's very back and forth, but sometimes you have to take the initiative, check in on them. And if, you know, something reminds you of them, text them about it. It's not cringy. It's not awkward. It doesn't have to be. Just text them in a very nice way. Number three is remember the little things like their birthday, their favorite Starbucks drink, their favorite little dessert, where they go to work, what they do for their major, whatever is like part of them. Make sure you remember that. I feel like it's really warming as like a friend to know like to someone text me happy birthday on my birthday in the morning, right? Or when I'm ordering Starbucks, they already ordered for me because they know what I drink. Like that kind of friendship is so nice and it doesn't even have to be like a super close one if you just know that like hey lana always drinks a grande almond milk latte and they order that for me like it's not a super complicated drink and i feel so loved and seen and that that i actually matter to them right and so when you're hanging out with your friend remember things like hey when's your birthday and put it in your calendar because then you'll be, you'll be able to get a present or write a card or send a text to them when it is their birthday and they're going to feel special. And do things for your friends that normally you would love to be done to you. Um, for example, I always like to give my friends really good gifts. I like to do thank you cards to them when I feel like they've been a really good friend to me. So things like that, I feel like is you're going the extra step and a lot of people won't do the same thing, but your actions will be appreciated. All right, number five is, oh, sorry, number four. Number three was the little things. Number four is give them little surprises. So I love surprising my friends with flowers or little gifts, or it could really be anything. It doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money or take a lot of time. Just like a little bouquet of flowers or a coffee, like things like that are so simple. They're not that expensive, but you're making them feel special and seen. So again, doing things that normally you would have loved to have done to you. Number five is have clear communication. So I find that a lot of friendships go haywire because the communication just isn't there. And so I feel like it's super important to communicate. Like, if, if they said something that you like just it did not make you feel good, it made you feel bad, like tell them about it. Tell them that you feel like what they said wasn't appropriate or didn't make you feel good. Tell them that maybe if they're not spending a lot of time with you, if they're always pushing you off, tell them like, hey, I, I don't really appreciate how, you know, you never really find time and it's like frustrating because I'm trying to find time for you, but you somehow can't. Like be very honest and open and communicate with them because oftentimes little issues get bigger if you don't communicate them and oftentimes it can even lead to the end of a friendship because someone didn't say something and the other friend didn't know and then you know that that's how a lot of friendships end up ending especially female friendships because you know we kind of as girls we kind of hold grudges so talk about things be honest be open and oftentimes that will help friendships last a lot longer and not end catastrophically number six is be vulnerable now i was listening to this podcast that was like vulnerability leads to like deeper connections and that is so true when you're vulnerable when you're honest with someone about like maybe your problems maybe your mental health isn't doing that great maybe you're having problems at home or with your family like if you're open and honest to friends oftentimes that leads to a stronger connection now i do need to warn you girlies that there are some girls that are there to stab you in the back okay i'm gonna be very honest you can't trust everybody 
what I like to do is start everyone off with like 100% trust. And if they tell other people your issues or do things that cause you to lose trust in them, give them less trust. So you go from like 100% trust to like 70% trust and gauge the trust depending on how they act with, you know, your secrets, with everything you've told them, how they act. Because I feel like if you've been burned before by other friends, like I have, you tend to distrust everyone, but that's not fair to the other person, especially if they're like a new friendship. So start off everyone with like a hundred percent trust, be vulnerable. And if those friends can't handle that level of vulnerability, if they're there to like spill the beans on all your problems, then maybe give them less trust. And, you know, every friend's a little different. Some friends I can talk about really deep, um, very, very vulnerable subjects and other friends I can't because they simply, I lost a lot of trust in them. So it really depends on who the friend is. Alrighty, number seven is know that there are friends for different parts of your life. Now, I think that a lot of social media and shows and movies and books have like a girl with like her other girlfriend and they're like BFFs for life. Like they do everything together and they're like best friends. Well, that's not very realistic. Unfortunately, um, I feel like in parts of your life, there are different types of friends. There's like your coworker friends that like you work with, but like you don't really see each other outside of work. Then you have like your school friends that you practically only see at school. Then you have like your gym friends that you only see at the gym. You get what I'm saying, right? It's very, very rare to have one friend that can really do it all. So, and that's okay. That's normal. Have different friends in different pockets of your life. You have like also like the very serious philosophical friends that you can talk about like difficult subjects and talk about your life and your dreams and death and you know all those things right and then you have your friends that are like the party friends and you you can have a good time with them but like you're not going to be bringing up like what is your 50 year plan you know what i mean so that's just something i have to mention you probably won't ever come across a friend that can really do it all that can be funny and philosophical and like do all these things However, once in a rare blue moon, you might come across a diamond like that. So if you did, keep them very close to your heart. Alrighty, number eight, finally, is be okay to let go. Now, along with their different types of friends for like different areas of your life, there's also different friends sometimes per season of your life. I have pretty good memories of my early, early high school years where I had a really good friend group. They were great friends, but they were only there for a season. I've moved on and there's no hard feelings. There's no negativity towards them. I love them all, but like they were my friends for a couple seasons and that's it. They were friends for part of my life and it's okay to move on from other friends. It's okay to have new friends and maybe you're at a different college or you came to a different job and now you have a completely new friend group and a completely new lifestyle, especially you, princess. Maybe you're trying to like, wake up earlier and be productive and work out and eat healthy and do all these beautiful things. Some people might not like that. And you need to be okay to letting people go, especially if they were your friends for a season. They were your friends for a past version of you, but they don't serve you anymore. It's okay to let them go. This is like your complete reminder. It is okay to let people go if they just don't fit with you anymore. 
Alrighty, so I hope you liked this episode. It felt very ranty. I don't even know how long I was talking for. Wow, okay. I need to wrap this episode up, but I hope you loved this episode. Be sure to, again, follow all of my socials linked down below. I have a YouTube, so like if you want to see my face in action and get like a super vulnerable part of me, um, be sure to check that out. My, my Instagram is a lot more active, but it's more of like a filtered version of me, if you know what I mean. Um, be sure to follow this podcast, give it a rating, give it a review, um, share it to your story because I will always repost it and be sure to DM me or again, if you're listening on Spotify, go to that poll at like the bottom of this episode um, to click if you want a little group chat for all of you girlies because honestly, I feel like it would be so helpful to know that there's like other girls like us out there who are trying to become the best versions of themselves and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.